0: Whether it's audiobooks or all time greatest hits. Long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclid 200 milligrams at kisqali.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Stop being tougher. Small dose. Stop help from the hip. Small dose. we are talking that shit. Small dose. They're keeping it, it real. Small dose. With me and MCU. So funky. <laughs> Today we are joined with a prolific voice, oh, a prolific wow. thinker. All I right. Love. One who signs off. T- is it tell your mama? Ask your mama? Argue, Argue your, mama. your mama. That's what Not it is. Me. Argue. Yeah, your mama, not me. We have Zarendrian Morris here today. Notice I did not refer to she, they as Z because I am on a rampage lately with like, let's call people their names.
1: Oh, I thought you saw me tell people that because it's been a thing lately. Really? Yeah. I think. I, I feel like you ain't finished your
0: intro, but real okay, quick. Well, I, okay. okay, Go so. ahead. I'm going to write it down. So. You know what? Actually, because I want, I, sometimes I ask people to intro themselves because they do so many things. Like I met you as an academic. Yeah. Well, you met me at UIS. Not really. But I met you there because you were speaking from the point of view of an academic, right? Like you weren't there as like a camp counselor. <laughs> I was there. I'm a board member. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know you were. Yeah.
1: And I used to be the social justice director at UAS, so I actually am not really academic at UAS. It's more lax, friend slash.
0: Okay, I mean, maybe it's because the conversation yes. we were having, <laughs> yes, was rooted in research, was rooted in study. Yeah.
1: Death and there was, flag. like, some
0: random woman who had, like, walked by and then strolled in and was, like, talking to us about, like...
1: Nah, what happened? Remember? Who we, was it? I, Actually, I felt like we was going to talk about this. We were standing by those windows. Yes. And what happened was actually pretty funny. She had got a ticket on her car. and All of us were staring at her, and she literally wrote the narrative that the Black girl's talking about me. And actually, what we were saying was, girl, you got a ticket on your car.
0: <laughs> 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 That's what happened. And And so she she came came inside and we started, we we started to, I think Shalea still talked to that lady. Well, she like does a lot of like study Mm. around. Yeah. Like Like she does more
1: bi-holistic stuff.
0: Yes, but it was holistic yeah. as related to like why are black women single? Like, it was Correct. something, oh, like- yes, <laughs> right? Yes, and we That's were all happened. like, Tell us more. More, <laughs> she was like, Well, you know, I'm working on this work, you know, I yep, just finished yep. this study, and she didn't know who we were, like
1: why we were there. And it's like this alignment thing, yeah. She literally thought it was the black girls talking shit about her. We were like, Girl, actually, I'm trying to tell you that.
0: You You got to take it on your car. We're sorry. We're actually just putting our energy towards you saying, damn, that sucks for you. But then, you know, we've continued to communicate and you are a constant source of affirming that I'm not a crazy person uh, in a sea of madness on the internets and just in general. And so I welcome you to the pod. But can you please just relate to people how you see yourself?
1: Well, first of all, thank you for the invitation. Appreciation.
0: Welcome. My
1: name is Randrian Morris. I see myself as very black, a Southerner.
0: Well, specifically New Orleans. Yeah, which is that's not a whole like, other. Um, yeah, that's not like country. Savannah, Georgia. <laughs> well, it is in
1: a sense because you know they're both port cities, but it's not like Atlanta. Fair. But Savannah, Charleston, New Orleans are kind of
0: similar some But New Orleans is just like a. It's like Narnia.
1: Is it, it? That's
0: perfect language.
1: Yeah. Let me tell you about you. I affirm
0: things. You can
1: name a thing. I want you to explore that in your life. OK, you can you can name a thing. And that's a. I think that's a gift. I can name it. I mean, I say name a thing. I mean, it'd it be accessible quick. It was Narnia. And it's an invitation. If you know Narnia, you know it. If you don't find out. <laughs> find out. But that's not the first time I thought that about you. Like, damn, she just named that thing.
0: Oh, thanks. That's something I did Good. We were just talking about like how there's stuff about us we don't like, you know, and.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Thanks. You just gave me something I can add to the like list. Great. I thought about that before. Um,
1: I am someone who can be very ignorant, ignorant. I can be ignorant in the sense of not knowing some shit, but ignorant and an intellectual. I really value making complex shit plain and accessible
0: mm-hmm.
1: with a little bit of levity. Mm
0: hmm. And what work are you doing right now?
1: Right now, I am a full-time entrepreneur for the first time ever. So I'm trained in public health, which is pretty applicable to what we live in right now. Mm -hmm. So I had two public health degrees, one in epidemiology and one in biostatistics. And I left my full-time job at the New York City Department of Health and Mental Hygiene in November 2019. Okay. Although I worked for a public health department, I was not an epidemiologist at DoH. I don't know if you know, but I actually left New York. I don't live in Harlem. I moved to D.C. in October.
0: Oh, I did not know that. Okay. Yeah. So 10
1: years of living in New York. I understand. trust I, I understand. That's why I, yeah, you left too. <laughs> so I was the full-time racial equity trainer. I left that job. Long story short, in the middle of that job, I got a contract to do other work, which allowed me the financial ability to leave DOH. Okay. Oh,
0: cool.
1: Explored and launched my own LLC, the Ignant Intellectual Group. And so by day... I take white people's coins and kind of walk them through the process of becoming as anti-racist as possible. Oh, you're one of the
0: anti-racist. Oh, my goodness. You're one of them. I haven't met any of you yet. What do you mean? Because there was like a whole squadron of black folks. that's like, oh, y'all want to be anti-racist. You know what? I can show you the way. I will Sherpa you to anti-racism for a fee, for and a fee. I just was like, "That's so fucking." If that ain't like Harriet is up there, like, "Yes, bitch!" Like, if that ain't <laughs> flipping the script. And but I the fucked not... up
1: part is that we've been doing this shit for twenty years, and now for notice free. how all of us are saying, <laughs> "I could make in one month what I made in a year because it's popping right now."
0: But I was going to say, I mean, you couldn't have done it before because at the end of the day, there wasn't wasn't. this groundswell of like, maybe I should not be racist. I feel like people were like, maybe I should not look racist. But there is, I feel like, much. Yes. We just had someone on the show, this guy, Daniel Collins, this white guy who was like in prison and met a black guy in prison. And he would be running his mouth about all type of white supremacist bullshit. And the brother Rashad would be like. Yeah. But Rashad was like very well respected. And so Daniel was like, why isn't this guy like, like he's not yeah, even yeah. flipping out on me. Like he's not even giving me smoke, you know? And eventually he was like, well, what do you think? And then Rashad just debunked like <laughs>
1: everything. Vomit. Yeah.
0: And he said that he realized that like this piece of him that always existed within him that felt like these feelings were wrong, got Correct. tapped into and ended up being the thing that like took over and killed this racist cancer that was really, like, living in his home. yeah. Yes. And, and he said that he was an addict. Like, the reasons he was ending up in prison was because he was a cocaine addict and he was doing all type of fuck shit. And then when he was looking at the disparities between his sentencing versus Rashad, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it was so blindingly apparent. And at the end of the day, he's now committed himself to helping Rashad get his sentence commuted and, mm-hmm. you know, being a speaker about these racial injustices and about anti-racism. And I was like, well, I hope you stay clean. And he was like, you know, to be honest, I I don't think it's going to be a problem because I realized that it was the anger, the, 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 man the conflict. About white. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, it was the conflict in me that was, had me him. Mm-hmm. Because
1: drug use is... I don't know the exact percentage, but a large percentage is systematic and
0: structural. The and motivation, you have the degrees to know these things. The so. motivation
1: to, to choose, to use. Let's be honest. If you are consuming drugs, you are a drug user. But we're talking about abusive, yeah. like needed to function. Yes. But the motivation for that is this fuck shit container. We live in it. That you was dropped down into in the world. Because right. I'd definitely be more likely to be like, I need it. The first thing out your mouth, I need a drink. It's this day. It's, I need a drink. Amanda, you want to go to happy hour? It just sounds cute. We're in a controlled. The bar is a controlled environment. But, oh, I need to go smoke some weed.
0: I think it's my rebellious nature pushed back against that combined with my young naivete. I believed dare. Dare to keep kids <laughs> off drugs. That was effective AF.
1: Yeah, I was really like.
0: You. Yeah, like they showed the pictures, I was like, got it.
1: <laughs> the <laughs> got uh, the egg in the skillet.
0: Say you ain't got to tell me twice. Me twice. That's my brain. That's my brain on drugs. Drugs?
1: I'm, I'm cool. You sound like my friend Heather. She's like, Yeah, Margaret is Heather's mom. Margaret scared the shit out of me with dare. So she never used
0: drugs. I just no. I would have and my mom was very much like, do not do that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of mothers, which brings us to today's topic, which is side effects of aging, because both of us have joined the 40 Club. Yep. And you were saying that you have never been more aware of your body as like Mm -hmm. the vehicle that you are walking through life in than now. Come on, you better name a thing. (laughs) I told you, you're going to start seeing Zarendra You
1: told me something about myself.
0: I feel like Sealy. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I feel like I'm as going. Oh, vehicle, vehicle, vehicle. Not the word Nadia. <laughs> like, what, what
1: part Nadia. of the book you see right now? <laughs> Nadia, Nadia. <laughs> that is exactly what I said. I have never been more aware of my body as the vehicle that holds my spirit.
0: Mm-hmm. This go round. Speak to me about what that means, because I feel like I can attest. I jokingly say all the time. So I turned
1: 40 October 12th, 2020, I think. And I just feel like on October 13th, <laughs> shit was like, hello. <laughs> was it my like I had aches? a polyp on my uterus, a benign polyp. Thankful. I was like, okay, I have a uterus. Okay. <laughs>
0: Wait, 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 wait. To give people context for that particular joke. Yeah. You identify as she, they. Yes, I have. I am female assigned at birth. You present? Somewhere in the middle, depending on the day. Non-binary. You have a beard. It's not on the day.
1: Yeah, I do have a beard. I've shaved the other day, but yes, I have a beard. Usually it's fuller. Yes. So I am sometimes perceived as a man, straight up in the world.
0: They look at you as like, this is a A man. A black man, yep. Do you ever feel like you dress in a traditional feminine fashion? Uh, No, not really. I don't know that I can see you in a skirt.
1: No, I don't think I do. I haven't worn a skirt since my friend Maureen's wedding in 2006.
0: What did Maureen do to get you to do that? I was
1: more flexible in what I was wearing, I guess. Right. She wasn't, you know, I actually have posted many times about the friends trying to get people like us in dresses. It was not that. I just think that I was phasing out of. Oh, right. It was, and we joke about it. There were yeah, still was, remnants. Yeah, I still had dresses in my closet at that time. So that when you say time.
0: you re, you, you're like, oh, I, I have uterus, right, right, right.
1: But I'm also the non binary person who is really realistic. Like I, I'm the friend I'd be in my friendship of cis women who's like go to the doc. Did you go get your? <laughs> <laughs> it's my. It's funny because you would think they're the ones that has to tell the non binary person. I'm like, girl, right. did you go straight for the doctor? <laughs> did you gap it for Dr. Gibson today? Because listen, the last thing I need to do is bury a friend. Listen. girl. But that's also the epidemiologist in it.
0: But that's also the aging.
1: Correct.
0: Because that's now burying parents and burying yes. friends is becoming yes. a lot more of a possibility that's not as, you know, random.
1: No. It feel, unfortunately, it feels more normal. Mm-hmm. I feel like people our age croaking is like, I don't want it to be normal, but I feel like it's right. like, damn. So yes, I wasn't really thinking about when I said I wasn't aware of my body, I wasn't connecting my gender to it, but we can. So yes, I am female assigned. I got the boobs, the uterus, the cooch, all that good stuff. I do have a beard. I do shop in the men's section. Oddly enough, I feel like the slimmer I am, the more okay I am with my clothes being more fitted. I just feel uncomfortable when I'm plumper to mm-hmm. be like, ooh, gotta be big. <laughs> So that's funny but i haven't shopped in the women's section unless i'm looking for like a dress pant right that i want to look sleeker because i have the opinion that men should also explore certain women's clothing depending on their shape this is facts. i think that that would help them look better in the uh grandma jeans
0: But it's interesting that you say with aging, like, you don't assign it to gender, whereas, you know, for a lot of cis women, yes. age aging is the enemy, right? Like, yes. that's the, like, running for their lives. I mean... Correct. They so, want to do everything to go backwards. Yes. Titties are falling, crow's feet are coming, <laughs> <laughs> eggs are drying up, you know, it's just dust in those ovaries. just... <sighs> both of us you're right so okay so you found the pilot yep. it was benign thankfully yep. yes it was benign
1: it helped me also see that the under exploration of OBGYN because it was like y'all don't have no deadening y'all can't numb me at all for this shit there's nothing y'all just gonna go
0: up in my twat and twist huh that's what Listen, we're gonna do. i had an iud attempted to be put in my oh phone. girl they say that ain't cute i can't i i right I, that right that the lack of words yep I never. I've never. I've. Yes. I've, I never had a child, but I feel like yes. it, I yes. got a glimpse. Yes.
1: I know for. Oh a my god! Fact.
0: As I think about it, as I think about it, my vaginal walls are like <clears> yes, yes. <"Hoo- sighs> the PTSD. The body keeps the score, honey. Yeah, that, oh your body. Yeah, god. I know for a fact. If dudes was
1: out here having to go through that shit, they would be the best. Ex- the best medicine. <laughs> yes.
0: Yes. yes. I mean, listen, I, the, the pilot, poly- that's scary, you know, because...
1: I was spotting, that's how I knew something was right. And I was like, Lord, is it, Jesus, the C word? Uh-uh.
0: No, Don't no, play no. games. And it right. wasn't. Fabulous.
1: What about aches? Yes. So, about the aches. That's another one. I was like, I, like I told you before we got on the actual recording, I was like, so, Ma, you just wasn't going to tell me nothing. You wasn't going to warn me at all. Just know nothing. I know I have ligaments. I know that I have bones now. I have to, I'm the advocate for stretching now. I'll be sounding like yeah, a geriatric stretching. person. Like, Here's a YouTube link for a 15 minute stretch. I just sent one to someone yesterday <laughs> for a lumbar stretch. Yes. There's this thing called gravity yoga. Oh, it is. Instead of forcing the movement, you, you let gravity
0: hold you for like three minutes instead of like a two minute downward dog. It's, I'm doing yes. Pilates. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm now in physical therapy because for, uh, just because for my hips. See? <laughs> See? For my hips, I have borderline hip dysplasia, which means <laughs> your your hip joint doesn't all the way cover your hip yep. and your hip your hip socket doesn't all the way cover your hip joint mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. They were like, yeah, this happens a lot of times for girl children who are the first. Um, born in their family because for mothers the uterus is usually tighter their first go round. Oh, and wow. apparently girl children our ligaments are more flexible. And so it's like your hips are more inclined to not form properly. Then on top of that, I was a gymnast and so I do have flexible ligaments. And so this is the this is the That's what I was gonna ask
1: you, did you were you aware yo cause you always jumping and backflipping and shit. When you were younger you probably
0: could bounce back, right? Well, here's the tea. He was like, you know, the thing about aging is that the things that when you were younger made it so that you could do all of that, once you get older, they actually harm you because your flexibility doesn't Mm. allow your bones to be kept together. (laughs) So it's like, this a, you I'm know what it is? It's like, a, it's like a hair tie that's been pulled too much. Like too the much. elasticity, yes. it doesn't bounce, doesn't spring back. So yes. now you got to do fucking physical therapy and Pilates mm-hmm. to strengthen mm-hmm. your muscles to hold your bones in place. What? what? And my mom was fun. like, well, you know, I'm really glad you're tackling this now. <laughs> You and it sounded just like your mama. It's funny to me. I mean, it's accurate. I'm really glad you're tackling this now because let me tell you, man, you know, you get 65 and everything just starts. I mean, my mom told me the other day, she was like, you know, this aging thing is so bonkers because you can just wake up one day and you have a new thing. She's like, one day, my feet, we're fine and the next day literally overnight i have to now go get some special insoles because yes. there's like a plantar fasciitis situation yeah, happening
1: Kev on stage talk about his plantar fasciitis but something is going on with my right foot too
0: i just it's just it's the degeneration of a number of things right because it's also like it's a degeneration of fucks to give
1: <laughs> i am on i i'm sure i'm on a negative Always said I was already that kid, so I'm. <laughs> and I don't know about your mama, but I have never. To me, my mother has always been old. Like I've never had it's the opposite uh, for me. A young. My mama always been a mama.
0: My mom has always been a leader. <laughs> She's always been the authoritarian. Yes. But yes. Simultaneously, though, she has a very youthful spirit because. She's always been very into pop culture. Oh, no.
1: Patricia.
0: No. Like when, when the doctor asked my mom, like, what are you doing for exercise? She said, well, well I'm surfing. surfing the web. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: Yeah, no. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's funny, though. But yeah. Because I have friends older than me whose moms are still in their 60s.
0: Wow. I mean, my mom had me at 34. She had a whole life. Yes.
1: And Same. then was I'm like... thirty-two
0: you know then I, she was told she couldn't have a kids and then i popped up because i'm a miracle baby <laughs> um, <laughs> but i did an interview with erica alexander yesterday shot to the legendary erica Le- alexander yes! maxine shaw attorney at attorney law attorney at law she, she i didn't really... want to say
1: that because i don't know if that's always appropriate to always reference real people as their character that could probably be annoying so i went to school like with iconic. keisha knight pulliam and my was like really and it's like
0: no but also, you, at a certain point, you have to just receive it. It's like... You I want people annoyed. to call... What's your character? You want people to call Tiffany? Tiffany? I, no, but I get annoyed when I'm do- doing Amanda things, and then yes. someone's like, you're giving Tiffany. And I'm like, don't I? Like, I like, I took a... I put up some foot pictures from a photo shoot the other day, and they were like, that last <laughs> one is giving Tiffany. In, in no shape, way, or form is it giving Tiffany. I'm not even wearing blonde hair. Like... Mm-hmm. But you're right. Like, I wouldn't see Eric Alexander in the street and be like, Maxine Shaw! You know? Cousin Pam! (laughs) Correct. Right. Right. Like, but, you know, the thing about pop culture for Black folks is it's different. It lives differently than for other people because it's another avenue for us to have self-expression and tell our stories. So our... That's true. true. Our characters are just as nonfiction as the real people. But... She like poured into me and she was like, you know, you're always going to be young. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was like, really? Keep going, Oracle. Um, And she was like, yeah, I mean, you it's very clear that you have been given wisdom early on. She was like, you know, you have an old soul. And that is, like, apparent. But she was like, you have a spirit about you that's always... Wi- you're going to die young. Like, you're going to mm-hmm. die as a youthful person. Mm-hmm. even No matter how old you are. And she was like, because your wisdom didn't come from aging. And I was like, well, I got to sit with this. But you felt, I, you felt what the hell she was saying. I knew saying. exactly what she was saying. Because I keep saying, like, my neighbor and I always say this. Like, we're 40. But, like, I'm 22. I'm need to <laughs> like yeah. but no and just a yeah. very side note side note side now remember how earlier in the conversation you were saying how the homegirl made up this whole story about us looking at her and talking mm-hmm. shit about her mm-hmm. so when i met eric alexander i met her at the rizza the rizza had had this like oscar party at his penthouse whatever and it was like nine of us and she was very just quiet but in a way that I had just created a narrative in my head that, like, you know, she don't talk to nobody. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. And she revealed yesterday, she was like, "Well, I was nervous to talk to you. Mm-hmm. What?:
1: You I, I didn't talk to you for years at UIS. I have been to, at every summit, and I didn't talk to you until
0: What am I giving that has y'all not talking to me? I'm just sitting in my space
1: I know, and as I grow up, I realize that we write a lot of narratives about
0: <laughs> that be just fucking off. Is it because I'm light-skinned? Did you write a light-skinned narrative about me? I don't be, I hope not. People be writing light-skinned narratives all the time. You light-skinned? Well, Fucking with you. I was like, I'm oh, on the surface. You light-skinned. On the surface? Yeah, I, don't, yes. I hope that's not what it is. Yeah, I think you
1: light-skinned. you I'm from New Orleans, so of course you're light-skinned in New Orleans. But um, I hope that's not what it was. I often don't know how to approach famous people. Oh, well, I'm not. Okay, I can't. Okay, but... me, you're right. Let me assign another, because I would... Yes, okay, I get it. Someone who is probably easily recognizable. Okay. I think that, if
0: take that walking down the street, people would be like, Amanda. This is true. This does happen often. Yes. That might have been it. But as you've gotten older, I feel like that's the fucks gone. That's the fucks disintegrating. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah, you're right. It's the fucks to give. I don't I don't really know how to approach people who are easily recognizable.
0: Because you feel like there's a weirdness in that you know more about them than they know more about you. I think I understand this question that one might have about genuineness and authenticity.
1: I don't understand. Like, are you trying to be my friend because I'm Amanda or because you like, fuck with me? Right. And I'm not even recognizable like that. But two, three people have said they talked to someone who said they know me and I don't fucking know them people. Ain't that something? I literally, and I, and I don't mean like I remember you from sixth grade. Like, I literally don't know you. And I'm not even out there like that. I want genuine connections, and I can understand how someone who can't walk down the street without getting somebody saying hello would be like, "Are you being genuine, Zerandrian?" Or because I first of all, I wouldn't walk up to anybody I didn't want to talk to anyway.
0: Right. Okay, so you didn't want to talk to me. Cool, cool, cool. So no, that's not true. <laughs> I'm joking. No, it's and also those spaces can be very just over overwhelming is not the word but there's just a lot going on you know like and you're not there for that like you were there as a part and of the organization and there's a I'm actually shy well I had to tell somebody that the other day and they were like impossible I hate that response I was at a Super Bowl like gathering and I was on my phone playing Candy Crush <laughs>
1: There, there's a girl. She they, this, there was a, uh, I, I, One of my favorite uh, pastimes is horrible YouTube web series, like gay ones where you can hit a camera clicking to <laughs> see the shadow. And I met this girl who used to be on a DC one back when I lived, probably still in Atlanta. And we connected because she was standing in a corner playing, I don't remember which game, it's still on my phone Words Classic, Word Cheese, one of them. And we still, to this day, we see each other at a party. We point to
0: our phones. (laughs) I mean, the the host was like, are you okay? I was like, I'm just taking a break. Yes. And she was like, what do you mean? I was like, I'm a cancer. Like, I got to come. I got to go back in the shell.
1: I'm so glad you understand what the hell I'm talking about.
0: I was out. I was out there with y'all. I'm going back in. I'm back in. I'll come back. (laughs) But I need to be in here for a little bit. I'm not bothering nobody. I'm not making a thing about it. I'm just over here, you know? And just over yep. here and as I've gotten older, I've been more able to be comfortable with that and not feel like I have to fight Explain that to like here. show up mm-hmm. in the same way that like when I'm ready to go I'm ready to go
1: yeah
0: it's same. time to go because in my mind I'm like I don't know how much longer I have on the surf and I can't <laughs> give up any I can't give I up, that's where you would go. can't give up any minutes being somewhere that I don't want to be yeah. That's that's probably what it is. But the health thing is really real. And you just start to realize, like, oh, I have to start getting blood work more, mm-hmm. like, consistently. Like, I had a mammogram. I had my first mammogram. Like, oh, this, this is a thing we are doing now. You know, like, I mean, I guess I'm going to have to get a cali- cali- colonoscopy. colonoscopy. Like, it's yeah. in, in at the, some point. Yeah. And I don't really feel like I understood the reality of it. I, like, saw it as just, like, an itemized list of things. Like, old people shit. Yeah. Like, these are things that will have to get done. But the other part of it is adulting. Like, just the accruing of things when you are older. Like, and the accruing of things can be not just, like, now you have a car with a payment. You have a property. You started a business. Now you have mm-hmm. to deal with the business of things and the keeping above the board with things, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But then now you also have like a parent, and you have to like yes, take care of. The... Yes, who is aging? Yes, so don't they're... have no take fucking man. Yeah, you. Oh, that part. And I'm the only child. Yep. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. We have a very similar
1: existence. Mm-hmm. Is your mom a Scorpio? She's a Taurus. Oh, okay. But yes, Patricia is unmarried. Arrogant Boomer, um, who is 75. And that's And I, I think on her 75th birthday, she actually, she said her, you know, my hips hurt more, but I feel, you know, she said she feel good, but I, I still know my mother is 75.
0: My mom had a total knee replacement. See? And was like, I don't understand why. And like two weeks later was like, I don't understand why this isn't like, I'm like, it's two weeks. <laughs> It's been two, literally three three, ass three days after she had the knee replacement. My aunt and I were at the house and like we heard like a rustling around and she had gotten up and was trying to make breakfast. And it was like, ma'am, I get it. You're independent. Oh, my ladies independent. We independent. get it. <laughs> but it's daunting. You know, you start learning about yeah. you start having to deal with wills. Um, and there's two things that I've had to do to change my perspective around aging. One is understanding that like even taking like five minutes to just meditate throughout the day is not mm-hmm. about it's it's a mindfulness that just when I would think of it as like meditation, it yes. would I would run from it. Now I just think of it as like, this is like a it's just a break. <laughs> give yeah. yourself it's like you're it's like you're mentally sitting down. Like we on the yourself, same page
1: because I was thinking about my motivation has changed for shit, like working out. I used to work out because I want the tribe of Judah gone from around my waist. Fair. It has been there.
0: Now I'm like, this is health-related. It's upkeep. Yes. Who was it that told me this? Oh, the, the woman at the PT. She's like, you have to think of your body as upkeep. It's no more like just doing things for uh, cosmetic. Yes. You are now doing things for preservation.
1: Yes. I'm horrible with accents, but you are great. I
0: was <laughs> like... Damn, but you know what? That changed my mindset on working out, and I really right. feel like I have fought working out for a long time because it felt more vain. Mm. I'm very, 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 very fortunate to have not had to really struggle with weight in the right, sense. I thought you worked out. No, I'm just like I'm not a good eater. That's really what it is. I'm not a good eater. Like mm-hmm. I, today I've had watermelon, fruit, and peanut brittle. Um, <laughs> so that's probably
1: what it is
0: i gotta get on that
1: Um, how is it living in cali with the body and the culture of aesthetics
0: um you know what it's less for me about cali and more about the business i'm in like i have a version of my body that i feel like looks good on television Mm -hmm. and i call it tv fit and Mm -hmm. i am currently not TV fit like mm-hmm. when I am a solid size 6 I am mm-hmm. TV fit and I am I'm a 7.5 right now mm-hmm. like I the pants I have on right now had to get rolled down and put under come on
1: look I have I'm no listen before COVID <laughs> I would have button a pan at a dinner table this will be the, let's,
0: hello hello you see how it's yes comfortable if not it's gonna constrict and then my spleen will like will have to get you removed. don't need it anyway <laughs> these things i think for a lot of people feel like it can't be done gracefully but i do feel like and you tell me if you think i'm wrong for black folks i feel like aging doesn't hold the same connotation of like diminishment as i feel like other like i feel like white folks look at aging as like we are dissolving into dust and i feel like black folks it's more like wisdom i that like- we we we're supposed to be here Mm, so hell yeah we look at his wisdom
1: yeah you're damn right yeah this shit is set up for us to die do you know how beautiful it is for me to see a a, a 90-year-old black woman right especially a trans woman have you seen the lifespan of a
0: trans woman is 35 years old have you seen a 90-year-old trans woman rarely more
1: like 70 that's a lot too we don't see them because they die so, yes, you do. You're right. Your anecdotal is put it in a journal. It's factual. Yes. This podcast episode
0: sounds like a phone conversation. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> I letting they, them <laughs> in. I know they're like, what's what happening here? So of, what do you do lot. to deal with the parts of aging that you feel like are not to your liking? How do you manage that? Like physical? All of it, all of it. Because the other part of aging that we haven't talked about is how like your friend groups, like the way that you interact with folks is different like so for instance like I corrected somebody on Instagram yesterday they were like hey mans <laughs> like, and they gave me like some beautiful words but I was like oh thank you for the kind words please don't call me mans that's referred oh, for... to like a,
1: a house name like a mother yeah. family friends Got that's
0: it. it my name is Amanda Seals Um, yes. and then I posted it because the person responded and was like thank you for correcting me I appreciate it and I was like wow what a dope you was <laughs> ready to fight I know I just was like, I oh, want a dope reception of boundaries. Yes. Like, so often it's not the case. And this yes. is like a really dope example of someone like being yes. corrected and graciously receiving it and moving on. Moving and then, on. of course, the next person was like, you are so exhausting. How dare you? And it's like, argue your mama. But like at this age. You see why I say that, huh? Yes, because why are you? But it felt very Maya. Remember when the girl got on the, the talk show and referred to and Maya? Her Maya? Oh, I remember that girl. And then Dr. Angelou corrected her. Yes. And yes. people were like, that was rude. And
1: it's <laughs> like, her, do yes. y'all
0: know elders?
1: Yes. Well, see, that's another, this is somewhat related. I don't know why this popped in my head. So there's, you know, I lived in Atlanta for 10 years and there's a girl who came out with a song. Yesterday. Uh, Decatur the is not Atlanta. Yes, I heard burn this, is not yes. Atlanta. Yes. Okay. I value gatekeeping. Somebody else would have been like, Maya Angelou tripping. Why yeah. does it matter that girl called her Mike? I value the gatekeeping of that rule about elders. I value that. My mama, yesterday, we was on the phone and she was like, you know, you're the only grandchild of your grandma who called her grandma because everybody called my grandma Dot by her nickname. My cousins called my aunt, Jerry. And I'm like, what? What? Whoa.
0: (laughs) But why do you value
1: this? Because for me, if everything is nothing, what is anything? Facts. What is we losing? If everything is Atlanta, what is Atlanta. If
0: everyone is black, what is black? If everything is up, what is that like? And so to argue that because there are going to be people who are like, so what's wrong with that? Right. And I say
1: I value gatekeeping of things and cultures and things that have meaning. We're also zennials. So we're the only living generation that's spanning two generations. We're the only people on the earth, our generation, that was analog childhood and digital adulthood. We're going to have a different perspective. Yeah. We're technically not in a Gen X or Millennials. We are literally a hybrid generation. So maybe we're the latchkey kids. We're Mm the Atari kids. Uh, Internet came out when we was either high school, college, maybe. And I am always open for changing minds. But what is
0: anything? Well, when I saw so many of our elders passing away due to COVID, it made me say, like, it, now more than ever, we need to preserve and identify yes! the the wisdom space of our elders. You better like, turn
1: on that phone and record your mama and all of her
0: ribs. I did. I did. And we are going to put a segment on my Patreon. Shout, Shout out to everyone who's subscribing to my, my Patreon. Patreon. We're going to have a show called Netty Knows. And it's yes. just recordings of my mom talking.
1: My auntie Pat got Alzheimer's. I want to press record. My mama, I want to press record because my mom, I think she right. She says she's going to live to be 100. So I got 25 more years. I got to get moving. Auntie right. Pat has all, like, we're going to lose. I know. If everyone is saying, let them in, it doesn't matter. Why do we need HBCUs? What the fuck? Like, and no, I'm not trying to remain attached to what was happening in 1800s that require I don't want to live that. That is not what I'm saying. Right. But I am trying to figure out. So y'all don't want nothing has meaning. It's just all... Homogenized. Everything.
0: Just but there's no version of that. And that's the thing. There really is no version of nothing having meaning. Like, because everything isn't the same. Like, Yes. There's palm trees and there's... Yes. And somebody will come along like, and say, why can't you say that's an oak tree? Because it's not a fucking oak tree. It doesn't... Function the way an oak tree does. It, it don't it, drop acorns. It's it, <laughs> like it's just, and so, like, there is something beautiful to like nomenclature and being <laughs> able to say, you know, like when I tell people I am a 40 year old person, I am honored that I made yes. it this far. All I right. am honored that I am no longer in my 20s, that I have lived. Yes. And I also didn't spend the time trying to just ignore the lessons like I was learning the lessons so that when I got here you know I saw I've seen this quote in various forms but someone said something to the effect of like let's not just be good descendants let's be good ancestors right (laughs) like you yourself have to own that like okay I am somebody's ancestor like how can I live in that and I feel like there's a path and a journey that you take through aging that does deserve attention and honoring and I want to see people be more willing to embrace that and own that. And I feel like a lot of folks, particularly in this world we're in right now, where everything is like, Gen Z, Gen Z, Gen mm-hmm. Z, Gen Z. How can I keep up with Gen Z? Listen, I
1: can't. You, I'm not trying to. <laughs> now, if we merge the I don't give a fuck about I will quit a job and a text message of Aunt Gen Z with uh, mm-hmm. a boomer's understanding of lifting. Can you imagine? I know. Because them Gen Z, I, I do not, I'm not trying to keep up with Gen Z's. I, I always tell my, Shalia's kid, y'all need to respond to text messages. I, I don't understand what y'all be doing. But the magic of a generation saying, fuck that shit, with the generation who said, let me tell you all about it.
0: Yeah, yeah. That bridge. Well, there you go. So there's an assignment for you. You got your connection. Generational. Mm-hmm. yeah. Because that, that, to me, is something that's so lacking. Like, that's what I loved about hip-hop. And I felt like there were so many elder musicians who were like, oh, hip-hop is, like, stealing from these other forms of music that came before it, other forms of Black music. And for me, I was like, nah, like, this is connecting me. Correct. Like, I didn't know about Grover Washington, Mr. Magic, until mm-hmm. I heard it in a hip-hop song. Yes. And- like them
1: twins who never heard certain songs, and they have a YouTube
0: Oh, really? And they're listening
1: for the first time. Like, one was like, I thought Whitney Houston was a big, fat lady. Like, he, they, because they grew up in his church house and they didn't have, and so we're they have a YouTube where they're watching all the people we know for the first time.
0: <laughs> that's dope. I need to it's see an amazing, this. It's amazing.
1: And they're like, they could be our kids. Like, they like young. They're like, oh my God, that's the beat Kanye did, took that. Yes. Like, they're making these connections that a lot of shit, Michael Jackson, like, you know, we say Of
0: course. Soon. And I just, I want people to look at aging as a bridge, you know, because. Negative. Like someone told me, I mean, Erica Alexander told me I was young yesterday, and I was like, I will receive that (laughs) because I'm 40. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, well, because when she said it, I was like, because by the way, just to let y'all know who aren't 40, you will get to 40, and there will still be somebody who'll be like, oh, you just a baby.
1: Oh, Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes.
0: And you're like, so I never grow up, huh? Nope. Like when do I never. get ne- right, girl, Never. And I'm like, all right. Well,
1: okay. I just be like, okay. Okay, I'm still a baby. Okay.
0: So what are you excited about in aging? I 40 is
1: a sifter. It is maroon. It is To me for this this deck, I don't I mean, I'm only 42. I don't know no more than that, but this is sexy. <laughs> I am excited about grays, a little, I'm excited salt about the, pepper. the regalness of a salt and pepper look. Mm-hmm. Black girl story, I actually have scarring alopecia, which is why I'm bald here. So okay. you, could, you could say, all this is girl. I had a hair full of hair. And I would be excited about the, the, the whole gray look. I am excited about, now I think that's why representation is key. So, you know, we have a lot of greats who popped in their 40s and 50s. Like Toni yeah. Morrison. Yeah. Is Even Maya. I, would, I mean, for Maya. I mean, Dr. Angel. I still like, I, sorry, I, I know. You're right, you're right. right Let's, let, let us.
0: us. <laughs> Dr. Angel. So
1: there is also this, this is why we need to know our history, because you could be like, well, shit, I'm past the age of pop. Like, and, mm. you know, but now that we know we have these elders at our, these giants, juggernauts, yes. I'm like, oh, so there can be a pop. I am excited about, I feel a glow up is coming, whether that is physical, my financial, emotional, whatever. But I'm, I just, I am not looking at aging as like a negative thing. But I also didn't come from a stock of women who didn't tell their age. Patricia would tell anybody that's listening, she said, yeah,
0: I was the same way. Like nobody, people would tell me in this business to always lie about my age. About your age, yeah. Why? Like, I pr- I'm pr- I pride myself on the fact that I'm still here and that I was SAG since 94. So I'm not <laughs> yes. doing that. But I think there's something to be said when you said about glowing up because we are also aging in a time of darkness. And, yes. like, we need as many folks Oof. to see this phase of life as a glow up as Correct. possible. Because I think, I don't know about you, but I feel like there's a certain part of me that feels like, well, you know, my time is as a uh, in the streets, as a, as a leader, uh, has, has declined, you know, like I have to support in a different way, you know, right. don't measure me by that. no more. <laughs> Like I did, you know, I was, in, I was, I was in the streets marching <laughs> before it was hot to be marching. Yes. And I, I think agree. sometimes people don't understand that. Like, it's not that it's not even just the concept of like, Oh, you have more to lose. It's not even that, but it's just like, there is something real about like you don't even have the same physical stamina. Like, no, I do not. <laughs> like I'm not the best person to be a part of that army in that world. Correct. Because you're gonna then you're gonna talk about me because I'm sitting down. Mm-hmm. Imagine I'm just gonna down.
1: <laughs> That's what you're gonna do. I'm gonna tell you that right now. I'm gonna slow the whole march down. Like people don't realize how young Martin was. 33 years.
0: Yes. Martin, look, these people die and he didn't even see 35 people. Malcolm was like 27 he out 27. there. Yeah, yeah. John Lewis was like 19. 19?
1: Yep, yeah, he was 19. And you looking at a 42 year old like, why are you not out there <laughs> on the Fettest Bridge?
0: <laughs> Girl, what the hell My knees, <laughs> that's why. My knees, because my, my hips, le- my left got... foot. <laughs> <laughs> my man, the hip sock is to the
1: left. <laughs> it's not reaching. The, the ball is. Just... Yes, friend,
0: yes. That's why. Kevin on stage, got plantar fasciitis. Listen, but that's why I have come to realize like in this effort of aging, I have to approach things, even though your intention and your purpose, I feel like stays the same if it's about advocacy, if it's about social practice, et cetera, like your action and how you bring that forth does start to shift. Like I am trying to be more, uh, not trying, I am being, by nature of having more of a platform, by nature of having more access, I am being conscious about how do I use that to empower those young, youthful change makers, and I feel like when I was younger, I wasn't thinking that way. Yes, I was not. So as we wrap things up, where do we go from here, Zorandrian? Where do where 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 do Here's we? There's a song. Where do we I'd go from here? Well, that you know, so that's from. It's from a musical, but in the musical, the woman is aging. And oh, look, yeah, look at the, yes. the woman is aging and it's really just like, fuck, like, so this is a rap. And she's like, where do we go from here? <laughs> this, so I think it's like this in the life I wanted to live or something. But do you feel like you have become more conscious of like your medical awareness or do you feel like you're running from it? More conscious. That's dope. That's dope. I feel like some people are like, ah,
1: uh, uh, I'm pretending. I've always been a person. I could see what's what, like, I could see that parenting is hard. I could see that home ownership is hard. I don't need to, I see it. I don't make myself the exception like that won't impact me. So I see the statistics. I see the the fibroids. (laughs) I don't need them in my uterus to believe that they could be in my uterus, Amanda. I believe. My mother has a saying, you don't believe Christ died on the cross because you wasn't there to drive the nails. I believe Christ died on the cross. I didn't have to be there to drive the news. I
0: believe. <laughs> You're like, it's fine. I don't need to see it to believe it. I understand it.
1: Yes. I believe that one should think things through before potentially birthing a child. I believe that home ownership is not for everyone. I believe that, I believe. I don't have to go through it. So I'm going to do what I need to do to hopefully detect all the things are,
0: Y'all hear that? What that really is, is you're a realist. That's what you're actually saying. So make sure to listen to side effects of a realist right here on Small (laughs) Doses because we definitely have an episode about that. But that's really what that is. And some might say, you know, oh, you're a pessimist, but it's not the case. You're a realist. And I feel like that's a great way to close out this episode, because that's what the best way to approaching aging is, in my opinion, is being realistic about the realities, and the possibilities, right? Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean that you have to become a hypochondriac. Right. It, you know, it's not that you have to get paranoid, but you can get preventive.
1: Well, that's why public health was more appealing to me than medicine, because I took the MCAT as well. And public health is a prevention-based flex. science.
0: That was a flex. No, I took no, the wasn't. MCAT as well. Casual. Did you pass? It, was,
1: it is, you all miss so many outbreaks because of public health. There are so many things that did not happen in the world because public health is a preventative science that is appealing to me. I don't need to experience it.
0: (laughs) Right. And then you left public health and the minute you left, pandemic. God, it's your fault. My fault. Shit. The last dose. Well, happy aging. Happy and, aging. Uh folks, th- they can follow you at The Ignant Intellectual, I-G-N-A-N-T Intellectual on Instagram. And they will get treated to just a myriad of musings across uh, just, uh, that's what myriad means, just yes. a- across a number of topics. And I really just think that you are a dope voice and mind. I feel Thank like it's, it's high time you put pen to paper, so get writing. I don't <gasps> Okay. Know what you're waiting on. Waiting on? Yes, um, you're uh, affirming other people. Yep. Because mm-hmm. we're all like, either put these posts in a book or write a book. <laughs> yes. They all say it in some with derivative of your that. You're contributing to Zuckerberg's place every day. <sighs> Can you write mm. some shit for you, for us? Yep. Yep. You're preaching. Before you age out, <laughs> which <Before>. is beauty. <laughs> The beauty of writing is that you never age out. That's that's the kicker. That's the kicker. I appreciate you. I appreciate you too. It's always a pleasure. Always a pledge. And, um, you know, be safe out there in D.C. And, you you know, shout out to healthcare and And wisdom. Swat checks. And less fucks given. Boom. That part. Pod- <clears throat> a podcast network.